Welcome to the First Apostolic Church Podcast. Our church mission is to love as God loves, showing compassion to every soul, thus winning those souls and equipping them to be sent out to plant and to harvest. Thank you for joining us today, and we hope that you are blessed by today's podcast. Tonight, hallelujah. Mm. Holy Ghost is real in this place, and the anointing is super strong up here. Why don't we do this? Why don't we all raise our hands and go before the Lord in prayer right now? God, we love you. I thank you for your presence. I thank you for the anointing that's in this house. And God, I know without a shadow of a doubt, God, and I want you to know, God, I humble myself before you, and I am just a man, God. So, Lord, deliver this word, God, according to your purpose. Lord, don't let anybody to be easily offended, God. But right now, do a work according to your purpose. God, change ideology. Lord, change their mindsets. God, minister and deliver your word right now. Yes, God. Yes, God. Have your way, Jesus. Have your way, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Come on and give God a great big hand clap of praise. Hallelujah. You can be seated tonight if you feel like it. If not, feel free to stand. I don't know if I'll be five minutes or not five hours, but I I don't know. What is your purpose? What is the point? Why do we come into church like we come into church? What is the point of all of this? What is the point of salvation? What is the point of God robing himself in flesh and coming down and dying for you and I? What was the point? Many people work their whole life trying to find this, desperately searching for their purpose in life. They spend their time, they spend their money, they spend all of their resources, they spend everything that they can possibly spend looking for the very reason and the sole purpose of why they were put here on earth. And then they say happiness comes from success, but the only way you'll be successful is if you tap into the thing that you are born to do. Many attribute to success in doing what they've been called to do or been chosen to do. Michael Phelps II was born on June 30th in 1985. He was known to be one of the most decorated Olympians of all times. With a total of 22 medals and only three Olympians, he also holds the Olympic, listen to this, he holds the Olympic all-time record of 18 gold medals. That is doubling the second highest. Phelps is the long course course world record holder in the 100 meter butterfly, the 200 meter butterfly, the 400 meter individual medley, as well as the former long distance world record holder in the 200 meter individual medley. He has won 77 medals in a major in uh, in major events, a long course of competition totaling 61 gold medals. 13 silver and 3 bronze spanning the Olympics, 
the World Championship and the Pan Pacific Championship. Phelps record-breaking finishes have earned him the title of the World Summer of the Year uh, Swimmer, seven-time American Swimmer of the Year Award, and nine times as well as the FINA Swimmers of the Year. In 2008, he earned Phelps the Sports Illustrated Magazine Sportsman of the Year. Some would say that he was born to swim. Some would say he's doing exactly what he was born to do or what his purpose was in life. They've even made the calls that his wingspan or his arm span stretches about two and a half inches longer on either side, which gives him the advantage in the backstroke. They also contribute his success to having double-jointed elbows and double-jointed shoulders that would seem to give him the advantage. It would look like he was born for that specific purpose. Not only stopping there, but his torso was irregularly large. And man, he's able to hold his breath longer than most especially those that he trained with. Not only that, but if you look at the joints in his ankles, they have more elasticity than the, uh, than the runners-up that he swam against. It would seem that he was born from head to toe to be a swimmer. <laughs> he was built for it. Amen. You'll find that people who strained and struggled for success found it. And they would say that they were born to, born for a specific purpose. The Wright brothers were born to, to discover flight. And, and Henry Ford was, was born to give us uh, the Ford engine, the Ford Motor Company, and design the assembly line. Babe Ruth was born to be the all-time greatest baseball player. And maybe Michael Jordan was born to be the best basketball player that we've ever had. Neil Armstrong, if you were to ask him, he was born to go to the moon. But why is it that people who have found the church and found the Holy Ghost that think that they have found or reached the pinnacle in their spiritual life? I've seen it over and over again. Church people who would find forgiveness come and repent and be baptized in the name of Jesus and live a holy, acceptable life and live in the calling and the purpose that they were ordained and designed to live in only for a few moments to think that they have reached the pinnacle and somehow stop doing what they were called to do. Some would say pastors are born to be pastors. And others would say singers are born to be singers. And some say great athletes are, are born to be athletes. But let me tell you today, we were all born to be soul winners. I've seen Holy Ghost filled saints struggle with things in their life, trying to find where they fit in a ministry. Seeing people come in and repent and, and watch God do a marvelous work in their life. Wash away their sins. Seeing people get on the right track. And then they start looking for a way to be used in a ministry. They look for their purpose in life. What God has ordained them to do. Only after a little while to find themselves not fitting in. And, and maybe not doing exactly what they thought they were supposed to be doing. Because after all, that's what we're looking for, isn't it? Success, a sense of security, struggling to find their, their place. Am I a singer or, or, or am I a preacher? Am I a teacher? What about a, a janitor or a custodian? What about maybe a nursery worker or, or a media person or, or maybe just an usher, somebody that, that maybe can mow the yard or somebody that, that can sweep the porch or, or whatever it might be. God, let me define my purpose. 
in you. After so long for looking, you get discouraged and you start to give up. You lose motivation and you start to believe the lie of the enemy that maybe you were just too scarred and maybe you were just too messed up and maybe what your parents did to you messed you up too much that there's no hope for you. Here today to tell you we have a purpose. We have a purpose. We have a purpose to be soul winners. You were wonderfully and fearfully made. God designed you not to sit on a pew, not to just be filled with the Holy Ghost and ride the Holy Ghost train all the way to heaven. You weren't made. God didn't fill you with the precious gift of the Holy Ghost. Give you the revelation knowledge of Jesus name baptism to find yourself a pew and settle in for the long haul. Your purpose is not to fill a pew. Your purpose is not. I'm just going to preach my heart if that's okay. My father used to tell me years ago, son, you can be anything that you want to be. You can do anything that you want to do. But if you aim for nothing, you're going to hit it every time. Our purpose is not to be average. The purpose of this church and the church in general is not to be average. I fear too many times that we've settled for average church. We've settled for average singing and we've settled for average song service and, and we've settled for average laying on of hands. If I just get a touch, that's all right. What is our purpose? I'm tired of average. Brother James, average won't work anymore. We got a religion that's starting to sweep over this world and it's, it's trying to choke out all of the good of Christianity and it has become so radical that it, is, it has been on our destruction. The radical, the radical. I wish some of us would be radical Christians. I wish some of us would get to the point where it doesn't matter what others think. It doesn't matter if I upset somebody. This is the word of God. And on this word am I going to stand. I don't care if it maybe hair lips you. I don't care if you don't understand it. But this is the word of God. And if you want to make it to heaven. Your purpose in life. I tell my children the same thing. Girls, you can be anything you want to be. You can do anything you want to do. Too many times we do this with young saints and, and young converts. You can do whatever you want to do. You can be whatever you want to be. If you'll just be obedient to the word, there, there's a purpose for you. What tends to happen is the same thing that happens, I guess, to my children. They'll mess up. mess up a little bit and in correction because I believe in correcting my children in correction it's easy to be aggravated and it's easy to, uh, to be uh, misunderstood in correction but what I'm scared of sometimes is that we have new converts that come in and just because they might mess up maybe we mishandle our discipline a little bit and maybe we do more correcting than we do building them up 
And after a while, they lose their sense of purpose. We spend all of our time in correction and not enough time in edification process. What happens is there's a sense of purpose loss. Purpose loss. Some of us have forgotten where God has brought us from. Filled with the Holy Ghost. Find our place on the pew that we think that we are called to be. Lose our sense of purpose. I'm glad for salvation. I'm glad for the Holy Ghost. I'm glad for the moving of the spirits. Please don't get me wrong. I'm glad for holiness. And, and, and not just the inward holiness, but the outward holiness. I believe this from the top of my head to the bottom of my feet. Please make no mistake on that. But I believe sometimes it would be best if we could overlook we can overlook what people look like on the outside start looking at what they look like on the inside we have a purpose stop trying to handpick our congregations stop trying to handpick the saints of the church we're not just in the church but we are the church Stop being professional Christians. The church is made of imperfect people. We spend a lot of time trying to perfect ministries, and I love it, and I believe that's part of it. And we want to be the best, and the church desires the best. The church deserves the best, and God deserves the best. But we need to stop worrying about being a professional Christian and a professional apostolic It's not about the pews. It's not about the carpet. It's not about a better sound system. It's not. And these things are good and we need them and I'll support them 100%. I believe we have to have them, but that's not the purpose of the church. The purpose of the church is people. What is the point of all this if it's not about the people? Till salvation, it's about me and God. Let me get right. Let me, let me, let me get my relationship with God just right. But after salvation, it becomes about the greater calling. It becomes about the kingdom of God. Not just our church, not just First Apostolic Church. It becomes about the kingdom of God. If I could get you to understand that people are dying and going to hell. People are losing out because we're too scared or we're too ashamed to, to deliver the word. We don't want to offend them and we, we don't want to mess them up and we, we don't want to jeopardize our job and, and we don't want to mess up our ride that we got going and, and things are going just fine the way that they are. We're just going to sail on through. We're just going to keep doing the things that we've always done. It seems to be working. I got the Holy Ghost 20 years ago and I spoke in tongues then and it was good enough then. Maybe we haven't spoken in tongues since. 
this gift so precious this Holy Ghost so ordained this Holy Ghost so holy so it's so perfect we treat it like rags sometimes get the Holy Ghost that's it I'm going to make it to heaven I was filled with the Holy Ghost I spoke in tongues I was baptized in Jesus name I repented 20 years ago I'm going to make it to heaven after all it's a gift is God going to take a gift back from me I've never known God to be an Indian giver but I've known a lot of people to lay down gifts I've known a lot of people to return things that they didn't like it's about people if we could get our focus off for two seconds about what we see if we could get our focus on hurt people if we could get our focus uh, not so much on, on what it looks like on the inside of the church and maybe what it looks like on the outside of the church if we could see the hurt and the wounds of the people that are longing for something because after all everybody is looking for their purpose everybody tired of average church I want people I want people I want revival I want to see souls saved I don't want just a revival for me I don't want another refreshing of the Holy Ghost I haven't been at this church very long but in the short time that I've been here I've heard messages from heaven we've been promised revival we've been promised a harvest not just a personal revival a revival of souls some people, some people spend their time more discussing their retirement or their 401k than they do soul winning spend more time fishing in a boat than worrying about somebody's soul we'll spend 50 60 hours on the job with people that are hungry looking and waiting to hear the gospel of Jesus Christ we have no idea what our purpose is we have missed our purpose the very reason in which we were born I'm not talking about, if you think I'm talking about the physical birth, I'm not. I'm talking about being spiritually born again. After you've been spiritually born again, what is your purpose? If we were to, if we were to be forgiven by God like we forgive people, If we were to be forgiven by God like we forgive people, where would we be? Where would we put our souls? I see people come in that are hurt. People come in that are wounded, looking and desiring for something. They maybe not even know what it is that they're looking for, but they're hungry for something. But we have people that are sitting back on a pew that have been filled with the Holy Ghost years ago not understanding our purpose 
if when somebody was to make their way down to the altar, if we would rally around them like we would our children. Like our mother. Like our father. Our purpose is people. Understand that we've been hurt. Understand. I understand all of that. I understand that we got scars. How we, how do we become soul winners? The answer is easy, really. Very easy. How do you become a soul winner? Does anyone know? L-O-V-E. P-O-P-L-E. Love people. Love people. You want to see your friends saved? You love people. And when they hurt you, you love them. And when somebody was to come and make their way to an altar, and maybe a week later, or maybe a day later, or maybe even an hour later, they mess up and they stumble. You love people. You love people. Let me tell you the answer to soul winning is loving people. What is our purpose? Our purpose isn't to be saved and wait for the coming of the Lord. Some of us has built a doctrine on waiting on the Lord. We have a purpose. The church should always be growing. The church should always be growing. If we're not growing, we're dying. We're shrinking. I can't stand to see the spiritual number of the church diminishing. It's not the will of God. It's not the will of God for anybody to be lost. It's not the will of the Lord for anyone to be unsaved. It's not just a revival in you, but a revival in souls. What is my purpose? To be a soul winner. It's not hard. It's rather easy. As a matter of fact, it's very addictive. It's very addictive. Soul winning is not a church growth or a, or a church uh, what is the word when we have on, on Sunday? What did we have? We had a, uh, a push for attendance. But a soul winner wakes up every day with a purpose. Wakes up with who can I, who can I minister to today? God, who can you lead me to today? Who can I deliver the gospel to today? try my best to make it a point every day to witness to at least three people to speak to at least three people that I've never talked to about the gospel of Jesus Christ we have a purpose we have a purpose what are people worth to you what are people worth give me the hurting give me the wounded Give me the unjust. Give me the undeserving. This was the cry of Jesus. When he come to the world and his own received him not, he said, give me the others. Give me anybody that wants something. We must be kingdom minded. We must be kingdom minded. Stop worrying about offending people. Stop worrying about offending people. 
Let me tell you something. We're going to be judged one day by every idle word that proceedeth out of your mouth. I went fishing Saturday, which I don't hardly get time to do anymore because I overplan. I'm not a good time manager as a lot of people. But I got to go fishing. I got up real early. Drove all the way down to the lake. Things were going good. I got all the way to the other side of the lake. and I caught real early, but she was going to Evansville to pick up my nephew. So I took off, and my motor just quit. And I thought, well, what's this about? I'm no mechanic. I took the cover off, and it looked clean. I thought, well, it's not dirty. Uh, dirt's not the issue. The batteries, the connections of my battery seemed fine. It would, it would start, but the, the starter was going, but it wouldn't turn over. So I thought, well, it's only like 8 o'clock. It'll take me about two hours to troll against the wind to get to my truck. So I thought, well, here goes nothing. <laughs> Put my trolling motor down. I turned it on high, and I thought, well, I maybe can go slow enough that I can fish on the way, but no, it was really windy. <laughs> my poles were bouncing up and down, and I thought, well, there's no sense in this, so I rolled my poles up. And I was just sitting there thinking, God, this is, it would have been a really good day. <laughs> so my wife calls me. She says, how are you doing? I said, well, it was good not going so hot right now she said well what's the matter I said I guess the engine flooded <laughs> being the mechanic that I am and uh, she said well what does that mean I said I'm not sure <laughs> but it won't start <laughs> so I spent quite a bit of time trolling across the lake not getting anywhere Got on the phone. My dad called. He said, son, how's your day going? I said, well, <laughs> here you go. I got a, fish, a, a thing full of fish, but, uh, you know, I, I have to eat them before I get back because it's going to take me that long to get there. He said, well, son, why don't you use your motor? That's what it's made for. I said, well, gee, why didn't I think of that? He said, well, you can't use your trolling motor to troll across the windy lake about five miles or three miles, whatever it is. I said, well, I know. He said, have you checked your kill switch? I said, well, no. <laughs> you see that little switch about this big had a purpose. It had a purpose. And I told my dad, I said, well, let me check. Because I don't remember flipping the switch, but when I fish, I try not to put my phone in my front pocket because that, uh, I lost a phone that way one time. So I tried to clip it on my side. So evidently when I sat down, it, it hit the switch. And dad asked, he said, well, is your switch off? I said, well, hang on, just let me try to start it again. <laughs> Flip the switch up. 
It crunk up. I said, you know what? It crunk right up. This fickle engine, I don't know what the deal is. It's running. He said, son, you forgot the kill switch, didn't you? I said, yeah. He said, there's a message in that, son, if you look. I said, well, I guess you're right. <laughs> we have a purpose. We are designed for a specific purpose. Some may not be designed to be a pulpit minister. And that's okay. Some may be designed to be an usher. Which is just as important. Some may be designed to pull the weeds in the flower bed. And let me tell you how important that is. But above all, we have a higher calling. We have a higher purpose. And that is to be a soul winner. My purpose in life is not a job. My purpose in life is not to have the finest things that this world has to offer. My purpose is people. Could we stand tonight, draw to a close? The purpose of that kill switch was mighty significant to the working of the motor. And the purpose of soul winning is mighty important to the church, to the edification process of the body. Everybody might not be called to preach right here. But everybody is called to minister. There are very few people in the world that know what it takes or know what it takes to make it to heaven. Very few. Do you believe if somebody knew exactly what it took to heaven that they would intentionally not obey? Many times you'll find in soul winning that people don't know what it takes to make it to heaven. The answer is so easy. In John 3 and 5, it says, Except a man born again of the water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of heaven. Cannot. Pretty strong word, isn't it? You believe if God said it, that it meant something? Except a man be born again of the water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. Now that we know what it takes to make it to heaven, have you been born again of the water? What is that? Maybe some of you don't know. Being born again of the water is being born again. It is being placed in a watery grave in the name of Jesus. Some of you may have been baptized in another way. That is wonderful. That is great. I'm so glad that you were baptized. 
But let me tell you something. In nowhere in this word was anybody ever baptized in any other way than the name of Jesus. If you'll find it, I'll do it. If you'll show it to me, I'll be put down in the name of the Father, in the name of the Son, in the name of the Holy Ghost. But you won't find it. You must be born again of the water. So that lets me know I've got to be baptized. How do we be baptized? How are we to be baptized? In the name of Jesus. Now this is all hinging on if you want to make it to heaven. Surely nobody wants to go to hell. There's a call being made. A choice you'll have to make tonight. Do you want to go to heaven? Lord forbid we want to go to hell. So what else? I'm born again of the water. I've been baptized. What's the next part? Born again of the Spirit. Well, how do you do that? For those of you that don't know, and it's okay that you don't know, but it's my obligation to tell you. Peter said it like this, repent. Baptize in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of your sin and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Now when you're baptized, do you are you instantly filled with the Holy Ghost? You'll find countless times in the Bible one specific time that the disciples come across John's John's disciples and they said, I viewers, how were you baptized? And they said, under John's baptism. So they baptized them. They said, well, now have you been filled with the Holy Ghost since you have believed? So that lets me know that that's a separate experience. Being born again of the water and then being born again of the Spirit. We are born again. What is the Spirit? What is the Holy Spirit? What is the Holy Ghost? It is the Spirit of the one true God. It is the living, breathing, walking, talking Spirit that fills you on the inside of you. And how do you know that you have been filled with the Holy Ghost? Let's go back to the Word. The only way you'll find that somebody was filled with the Holy Ghost, you'll find that what they did was something crazy. They began to speak in other tongues. As the Spirit gave the utterance. These altars are open tonight. They're wide open. You'll have to choose and make a decision today. We heard already. You're not promised tomorrow. Lord forbid somebody was to leave here today. something terrible tragedy was to happen Lord forbid that when I promise tomorrow if you want to make it to heaven 
you must be born again of the water and of the spirit make no mistake God is not going to make a special exception for you because you didn't hear it or you didn't understand it the call is open tonight maybe you were once filled with the Holy Ghost maybe you didn't understand it when you received the Holy Ghost tonight would be a good night to, for some reassurance tonight would be a good night to make sure I made it right that I had a way to make it to heaven please don't miss your opportunity please don't miss your chance do you want to go to heaven do you want to go to heaven can we maybe all gather around this this altar Can we maybe do some self-examination? God. God, forgive me, Lord. I've slipped away. I don't want to miss your calling. I don't want to miss heaven. Please, Lord, don't let me make it. Don't let me miss my calling, God. Forgive me. Forgive me. It takes but five minutes to repent of your sins. It takes no more than 10 or 15 minutes to be baptized. And you can be filled with the Holy Ghost. Please, please don't leave here in the same situation that you can. Unsure whether or not you're going to make it. Please hear the words of this young preacher. God have your way Lord examine me Lord if I've done anything to separate me from you God rid me of it Jesus God if there's been any sin that were to creep in God to separate me from you Lord please cast it out of my life I don't desire it I don't want it I don't long for it anymore God Lord I might be scarred and I, I don't have much to bring God and my family may have done me wrong God's making a call to somebody tonight. You may have been let down by people in your life. And people may not have treated you in the most kind way. And, and, and wrong decisions may have been made in your raising. But I'm here to tell you tonight. It is on you. But it doesn't have to be. He is the burden bearer. He is the forgiver of our sins. God you know Jesus you know Lord you know the desires of our hearts minister in this place can somebody just cry out to the Lord come on this is this is your soul at stake thank you for listening if you would like more information about our services and activities, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter with the username FACMC. Again, that's FACMC. Thank you, and have a blessed day.